What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you guys back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be going through my top seven questions to ask when vetting a new supplier. And when it comes to fashion, these suppliers can be pretty much anything. They can be a cut and sew supplier. They can be a packaging supplier. It can be a design firm that you want to work with. What are these seven key questions and how are they going to protect you and ultimately help you build a meaningful and fruitful relationship with any supplier you choose to work with? Well, watch this episode. You guys are about to find out. Welcome to Fit Design TV. Are you interested in sports fashion, design, and manufacturing? Are you establishing your own brand? You're looking good. Anthony, how are we doing? Do you want to? Thank you. Well, you've come to the right place. Lights, camera, action. It's important to note that when we're questioning or when we're speaking with a supplier, the intention is to vet this supplier for their business, for their reliability, for their quality, for the, the way that they actually work. So all of these questions here are meant to uncover different aspects of the supplier and ultimately allow you to judge whether or not this type of person or this type of organization would make a good business partnership or a good business prospect long-term. So what is the first question? Number one is going to be, what are your unique selling points? And I know that this may seem an odd question to ask, but every single supplier that you work with, if they are worth their weight when it comes to how they perform, they're going to know what makes them special. They're ultimately going to know what allows them to excel above the competition, whether it's their reliability or their customer service, or they employ a special technique or a type of manufacturing process. They're going to know what makes them special and ultimately what allows them to rise above the competition. It's really, really important to gauge your suppliers for their confidence in their ability and obviously allow their actions to back up their words. Number two, you must ask and determine whether the supplier that you're vetting is financially secure. When it comes to business, cash flow is key. The money in versus money out dynamic is going to determine the health and the sustainability of a business long term. Sure, you may be in a healthy position, but if you're investing hundreds of thousands of dollars to produce with an external factory and their cash flow is poor, they're not able to manage their finances accurately. Well, this is going to put you in a precarious situation. Let me paint the picture for you. Let's just say you put a deposit down on a order, on an initial order with a supplier. And two, three months down the line, there's a financial crisis or there's some form of global threat or risk. And you find that this supplier is going under. They're negative in their books and actually their cash flow is going to have to cause them to have to shut down. Well, that's going to put you in a difficult situation, especially when you're dealing with an LLC. At the end of the day, this company could go bankrupt and you could end up losing all of your money or all of your deposit with the supplier and they are unable financially and logistically, they're unable to fulfill your requirements because they've gone bust. So making sure that you're working with suppliers that have a healthy cash flow is going to go a long way towards determining the longevity of this relationship. Number three is going to be, you should ask to speak to customers or other references to gauge and to vet for the quality of the supplier. Any supplier that is worth a damn is going to be able to give you references of past clients, past organizations that they've worked with. They're going to vouch for them. They're going to be able to emphasize just how great of an experience it was to work with the supplier. Any supplier that is unable to provide this, well, this in my book would be an automatic red flag. So 
ask ask to speak to past clients, ask for previous business partnerships that they've had. Try to see what experiences others have had. And of course, they should be more than willing to actually go ahead and provide these contacts. Number four is going to be, you must ask, do you have the capacity to meet our demand? Whether it's our demand now or our demand in 12 months or 24 months. Why is this so important? As a business, you're always aiming for growth. You're aiming for growth in the products you create, in the quality, in the quantity, in the delivery times. All of this is going to require strategic business partnerships that allow you to grow. If you're growing and you're increasing your revenue and you're aiming for higher and higher targets every single time, but the supplier that you're working with is staying stagnant from month X to month Y and they're unable to meet your demands as you grow, this is going to be a limiting factor. I'll give you guys an example from my own journey. We're a design agency and over the last three years, we've grown from five employees all the way to 20 employees. Part of that growth has been my mindset in being able to capture high net worth clients and being able to scale our business to meet their growing demands. If I, as a business owner, was unable to scale my business model in order to satisfy that demand, well, I would find myself in a situation where those high tier, those high caliber clients were just not willing to work with us. Number five is, can we grow profitably together. A great supplier is going to have a business mindset. They're going to have a long-term growth mindset as well. They're going to look at every single business partnership as an opportunity to grow, to grow their network, to grow their opportunities, to grow their capabilities. They're not going to look at every single business partnership as a one-off opportunity to make some quick cash. They're going to have that long-term mindset and you should as well. Connecting and coordinating with people that share that mindset is going to allow you to scale your business and for them to scale their business into avenues and into spaces that make sense for the both of you. If you look at the business that you are today and the business that you ultimately will be in a year, in two years, and five years, you're not going to get there doing the things that you're currently doing right now. The same is going to be true for the suppliers that you work with. Those that remain stagnant are not going to be able to give you the growth, the infrastructure, the technology that you need, that you both need to enhance your service, to enhance the products you create, and ultimately to get to those other levels. So make sure that you're always partnering up with people that see the long-term vision and that are actively aiming towards those goals. Number six, you must ask for in some form or another an SLA or a service level agreement. What this is, is this is somewhat of a pseudo contract that outlines obligations and other types of commitments that your supplier must adhere to contractually. And these SLAs can actually cover a wide range of topics. And these topics range from, but are not limited to, number one, the type of service that they provide, two, the actual production or quality standards that they are willing to commit to, three, the delivery times, four, the responsibilities of actually both the supplier and the customer. So what is the working engagement that you guys are both getting into? Five, the provisions for legal and regulatory compliance. If you're working with suppliers from overseas and you're ultimately going to be selling these products back home, you want to make sure that these suppliers that you're working with share these same rules and the ethics as you and that they're also compliant. You don't want to be grabbing products or creating products with suppliers that are non-compliant and that are going to put your company in a publicly bad image. Six is going to be service monitoring and basically how do they report these different mechanisms. So if they have a quality control service, how are they reporting their quality control? Are these items wash tested? 
how often have they been washed, what are the standards that they're adhering to, all these things should be outlined beforehand. Their payment terms are also extremely important. How are you paying? Is it a 30%, 50% deposit? Is it the other 50% before shipping? Are there net payment terms? What are these payment terms? You must have immense clarity over these in your SLA. Also, your confidentiality in your non-disclosure agreement. So if you're working with suppliers from overseas, you want to make sure that you are working with partners that respect respect the authority of your designs, of your creative imagery, of your creative whatever it may be, and that the information that you're sharing with them is going to be shared only within the partnership that you've actually agreed to. The last thing you want is for these suppliers to act as a point of leakage for all of these secrets, for all of these things that you've worked so hard in your company to contain and to create. And lastly, the terms and conditions of the SLA. Right? What are the force measures? What are the specifics that can negate or that can propagate this SLA? So make sure that you're getting into this. And if you need to consult a lawyer or a consultant on this, make sure that you do so because it can get quite complicated, but make sure that you're always prepared. Number seven is going to be, you must ask your suppliers in terms of how they view their service offering from a price standpoint compared to the suppliers. So. How do they compare their pricing compared to their competitors? And though it's extremely important to never select your suppliers wholly based on cost, because cost is never going to be a true determinant of the quality of the supplier, of the character of the supplier, of how they're willing to beat you halfway, of how they're willing to go above and beyond to cultivate a meaningful relationship. It is going to be an indicator of how they view themselves in their specific market. Do they view themselves as a high-end service option or a mid-end or a low-end? All of these are going to give you as data points in terms of how you sort of begin to segment supplier X from supplier Y and make an educated decision in terms of which one you want to work with. And it's very, very important to note that when you're curating your supplier list, right, when you're actually focusing on creating your preferred supplier list, less is going to be more. Most people think that to have a lot of options is going to be the way to go. But what I've personally found, especially in the last six years doing this, that cultivating a business relationship is more than just the financial aspect. It's more than just doing business. It's about really trying to understand who are the people behind the organizations that you're working with. Do your values, do your ethics align? Are these people that you're willing and more than happy to speak with on a week-to-week basis, on a month-to-month basis? If you guys don't mesh in these core compatibility traits, what you're going to find is you're going to find a disconnect, a disconnect that is not going to allow you to really go above and beyond in terms of what products or what services you're able to execute and to offer. So always limit yourself. Make sure that you're aligning with people that are on the same path as you, that see what you see and are going to be more than happy to help you get there. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. That's been my top seven questions to ask when vetting for the right supplier. These questions are not limited and also, and obviously you can expand on them in the ways that you see fit. Let me know in the comments below which of these seven questions that you feel give you guys the biggest amount of data points or the biggest uncovering of what the supplier is made of and if this is a business that you truly will want to work with. Also, I highly encourage you guys to check the link in the description. I offer one-on-one consultation calls every single week. And if you're actually looking to work with a new supplier and you're unsure if they fit the mold that you might be looking for and you want me to personally guide you and to help you 
well, that's definitely something I can assist you with. Guys, I always thank you from the very bottom of my heart for tuning into these episodes. It is my absolute joy to put out this content for you, and it's something that brings me immense passion and joy. So thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.